Meseches Kilaim, Perik Dalad, Mishnah Gimel, 4.3. In the previous mission, we said that one of the two special cases, the Machol HaKerem, where you need to have more than just merely four almost distance between the end of the vineyard and where you can plant grains or greens, um, is the area of a vineyard that is enclosed by a wall. Rabbi Yehuda here is going to disagree. He says, Ein He says, there are two exceptions to the rule of the four almost distance from the Kerem. One is the Karachas HaKerem, one is the Machol HaKerem. But what you described in the previous Mishnah of the area between the edge of the vines and a wall is not the Machol HaKerem. It's not the exceptional case. That's just a generic Geder HaKerem. It's a fenced-in vineyard. And a fenced-in vineyard or a wall of a vineyard doesn't carry any special uh, requirements. Meaning, according to Rabbi Yehuda, at least, um, if you give the vineyard its four almost of work area, you can plant up against the wall, no problem. So a walled in area, according to Rabbi Yehuda, that has a vineyard in the middle of it, doesn't have any special status. The rules are the same as they always are, even without the wall, meaning just give the four almost, and then you can plant as much as you want. However, Rabbi Yehuda does agree there is such a thing called a machol hakerem, and he agrees that the machol hakerem is uh, more strict than the generic case, meaning that you need to have, according to Beis Hillel, 12 almost of empty space before you plant anything there, unlike the usual requirements of merely just distancing from four almost away from the end of the vines. And what is that? The Eizehu Machol HaKerem. What constitutes a Machol HaKerem? Bein Shnei HaKeramim. If you are considering an area that's unplanted between two separate vineyards. That is to say that according to Rabbi Yehuda, both the Karachas HaKerem and the Mechola Kerem are scenarios where you have vines to the left and vines to the right, and perhaps also to the north and south, And but let's keep it in two dimensions. You have vines on either side of the area you're planting, and therefore you need to have a larger than usual space in the middle. The difference, according to Yehuda, is if there had been vines planted there and you cleared them away, it's called a Karachas Kerem, a clearing in the Kerem, the vineyard, and it's even more strict. Whereas the Mechola Kerem never had any grapevines planted in this open area. But it's an open area which is surrounded on both sides by grapevines, and therefore it's more strict than usual. And according to Rabbi Yehuda, in such a case, the machol requires not just four almost from the vines on the left and four almost from vines on the right, but also a separate additional area of four almost in the middle between the two that's large enough that could constitute an entire field, a sade, according to Peselo, and therefore the minimum distance of unplanted area between the vines on the left and the vines on the right would be 12 almost. If you have the 12 almost, then you've got the four almost work area for the left vines and the four almost work area for the right vines. And you have up to four almost you could plant in the middle or you could plant less than that, up to four as much as you wanted if you had just a total of 12. Anything less than 12 almost distance between the vines on the left and vines on the right, and you couldn't plant there at all. So again, Rebuda is arguing over what the special case of Machol HaKerem is, on the definition of a Machol HaKerem. According to the Tanakh Kama, let's call him, of the previous Mishnah, of Mishnah base, it was uh, the space between a vineyard and a wall that surrounds a vineyard, and according to and that's where you need 12 uh, almost distance between the wall and the vines. According to Rabbi Yehuda, no, the Machol HaKerem is not anything to do with a wall. If there's a wall around the Vineyard, it makes no difference. It's the usual four almost that you need to give. The special case of Machola Kerem, according to Rabbi Yehuda, is where you have vines on either side and just never plant in the middle. So since you have vines on either side, it's more strict. You need to have not just four almost space on either side to give the Vodas HaKerem, but you need an additional four almost for a total of 12 because um, it's a Machol HaKerem.
Bartonero speaks out that the Yushalmi indicates that it's not simply a space between two vineyards that have been planted, but in fact, a that the two vineyards are clearly distinct. They, they don't run exactly parallel one to the other. Um, so that might mean, for example, very simply, according to Bartonero, that you know the the way that the vines are running are let's say east to west on the left vineyard, and then the right vineyard they're running north to south. And that being the case, they're clearly two separate vineyards altogether, and that's the Machol HaKerem, the space between those two clearly distinct vineyards. Meaning that according to the Yushalmi, if the vines on the left and the vines on the right were aligned one with the other, just the break in the middle, and therefore it's not clear there are two vineyards, it could be, so to speak, one vineyard with a break, so to speak. Uh, if that would be the case, then Rabbi Yehuda would consider that also like a Karacha Sakerim, like the Tanakama would, meaning that you need to have not 12, but 16 almost space between the vines on the left and the vines on the right. That has to say, let me sum this up because it's a little confusing. According to the Tanakama, not Rabbi Yehuda, according to the Tanakama, if you have vines on the left and vines on the right, it's called a Karacha Sakerim, meaning you need 16 unplanted almost of land before you can plant anything between the two vines. The typical Karachas HaKerem is a clearing where you had vines running um, throughout, but you cleared away a section. But, at least according to this now in Mishnah Gimel here, if you never had those vines planted in the middle area, it wouldn't matter. It's still a Karachas HaKerem, according to the Tanakama. It's just a clearing between vines on the left and vines on the right. And it's not essential that there had been vines planted there previously to make it a Karachas. According to Rabbi Yehuda, it is essential that there were vines planted there originally, and they were cleared away to make it a Karachas requiring 16 Amos. If there were never vines planted there at all, then the requirement would be just 12 Amos because it's a machol, just simply a space between two vineyards. But according to Yushalmi, as the bartender brings it, that only applies, meaning the leniency of 12, not the full 16 requirement of the Karachas, according to Rabbi Yehuda, only applies where the orientation of the two vineyards, the one on the left and the one on the right, are perpendicular one to the other, so that it's clear that they're two separate vineyards and not simply one vineyard that, that just has a break in the middle. Um, so if there would be one vineyard, so to speak, with a break in the middle, meaning the vines are parallel on the left and on the right, then even Rabbi Yehuda would agree you need 16 as a Karachas. It's just that when they're perpendicular on the left relative to the right, that you can go with just 12 as a Machol. Now, the Mishnah continues on here, but we're actually totally changing gears. This could be a new mission altogether. It's quite confusing because the next words are Ezu who Eza who gather, what constitutes a, a, a wall, a gather. And uh, you might think that we're defining the wall that was referenced previously in the Mishnah, but we're not. What we're defining here is a, a wall that would be a partition separating vines from grain or greens. Meaning if you have grapevines or a vineyard growing and you put a partition closing it off on the other side of the partition you could plant grains or greens right up to the wall right up to the partition because it's clearly a divider and then it plants it together so that means although the usual rule is you need four almost between a vineyard and grains or greens if you put a partition a wall let's say that separates the grains from the greens so then you could plant um, the distance between the grains and the greens even with less than less space than four almost because there's a partition that separates the two so we're saying here what constitutes a sufficient partition. Ezehu Geder, what defines that wall? It's Shehu Gavoh Asar Tfachim. As long as that wall is 10 Tfachim high, 
tefach roughly four inches, so ten tefachim roughly a meter, uh, a yard. It's actually a little less than a meter, not close to a yard. In any case, um, so as long as it's it's uh, ten tefachim high, ten handbreadths wide, that is sufficient, and there's no thickness requirement. Meaning, if it's just a paper thin partition, but it's ten tefachim tall, waist height, so then you can plant vines on one side of the partition and grains or greens on the other side of the partition. V'charitz, if instead of a wall above ground, you have a ditch below ground, that's the partition dividing the two sections of your land. So then that ditch, shu amok asara, if it's 10 tefachin deep, again, like a yard deep, um, and v'rach arba'a, and it's four tefachim wide, not four amos wide. Um, I can tell that because arba'a, with the hay at the end, is masculine, like tefachim. If it were talking about amos, it would be feminine and say arba, without the hay at the end. So the hay at the end indicates we're talking about arba'a, masculine for tefachim, not amos, and a tefach is a handbreadth. So we're saying that if the ditch is for tefachim, for handbreadths, roughly, I don't know, 15 inches, say, wide, so then that is a sufficient partition, and on either side of the ditch, you could, um, on one side you could have a vineyard, let's say, on the other side, right up to the ditch, you could have grains or greens, and that wouldn't be a problem. It also, by the way, stands to reason that Arba is referring to Tfachim, besides for the grammatical necessity of it, because if it was saying for Amos, then the ditch would be doing nothing. You could plant grains and greens for Amos away from a vineyard, even without a partition.